Welcome to another episode of We Escalate. I am the producer and co-host, Victor Escalante. I have in the studio my business partner, Vicky Cruz. Vicky, welcome to We Escalate. Hey, hey, Victor. Hey, everyone. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Fabulous. Today, we're going to talk about uh, the HERO program, and we're actually going to give you tips and pointers. If you're a parent of a child, this is going to help you to understand uh, principles, values, and strategies that you can use to be able to help your child. And we escalate, we uh, focus on education. We have all kinds of education training programs uh, for school systems, for agencies, for aftercare. And my business partner and I have been doing a, a, our signature program, the HERO program, currently in an aftercare facility. So, Vicki, why don't you go ahead and start us uh, by telling us what the acronym HERO stands for. Well, HERO, thank you so much, Victor, stands for Helpful, Encouraging, Respectful, and On Task. It's, it's an impeccable leadership class that draws in values into the home, most importantly, into the child. Now, tell us the history of how this came about, how you developed a proprietary system during COVID uh, to really impact children's lives? So during COVID, Victor, I was working at an elementary school, local elementary school, where uh, during COVID, we, the school system could not allow parents, partners, and programs into the school. We were in a severe lockdown in the protection of the children and staff and what have you. So, um, it was just a really rough period. I mean, kids were covered up with masks and sanitizers and, you know, depression, depression, oppression, and very much um, in a state of fear, a state of just confusion and um, and despair, you know, uh, children losing grandparents children um, afraid of the unknown of what was going to happen. I mean, we've even had um, uh, just, it was it was just no activities in the school. So that's how it, it, okay. it wrote. So the purpose of the program, if I understand you correctly, was to create a curriculum for children that would be fun, it would be engaging, it would be somewhat entertaining, but more importantly, they would be learning the real value system that they were missing to be able to cope with uh, the conditions of COVID. Is that correct? Yes, it is. And so, you know, being in the school district for the short time, you know, I'm, I'm hoping to get back in there. But the time that I was in the school district, Victor, they I noticed a gap. You know, as you know, my background has been right. in the corporate environment where solutions was my main objective in every situation being in human resources and and so it was a huge you and shift. i are problem solving machines exactly <laughs> turn so us it, turn us on an organization and we will re-engineer it and come up with systems and processes exactly systems process how do you audit compliance efficiency save money cost yeah. you know if you're looking for any of that that is us exactly well behold I would say in 2018, I just kind of let everything down. I said, okay, where do I go? What's next? 
I took a trip, came back. I wasn't worried. And behold, I got a call into the school district. And I was like, whoa, just shocked to see how the lack of parent engagement uh, did not exist. There was no parent engagement. And you see that the, the stress brought on to the teachers because there's constant changes. Their, 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 their curriculums, policies, testing. I mean, just the change and the stressors that the teachers had. Um, it was was unbearable sometimes. So let's go ahead and do a deep dive into Hero. So the first element is helpful. Tell us how you got the children to really integrate being helpful in different environments. And and go ahead and tell us all the environments that I, being helpful in, absolutely. Encompasses. So training has always been my background. Uh, and when I was in the school district, I said, you know what, I'm going to have to work extra harder. You know, I had my own work and I'm a bridge. Um, in the school system, we have a position called wraparound. And as you know, I've done wraparound prior before wraparound was wraparound in the right. school district. And, um, and so I said, okay, let's be creative and innovative. You can't bring the volunteers in and you can't bring programs in. You can't bring the parents. You're going to have to do something unique. So I saw 400 little hands inside that school, and I said, why not? Let's create something that's going to be robust, that's going to excite the children, ignite the children, and also be a bridge for everything we needed. So I said, we are going to, uh, I'm gonna, we're going to create heroes. Um, I ha- my, my room was already superhero. Mm-hmm. And um, the year prior, I was working with parents, and we were just taking the room into a comic level okay you know just hero um academy and i wanted to have you're talking about gamifying a lot of the processes right turning it into something fun something that is memorable absolutely and so during the time as i mentioned i i couldn't so i said you know what we're gonna just go ahead and launch this program where it incentivizes the children to to work hard um, I taught them about being helpful, um, not just at home, but in the school. Now, why do parents need to really, really do this at home with their children? Oh, my goodness. Get them off away from the TV for sure. But it's just really to engage them and, and teach them initiative. Um, it's a huge uh, it, it creates a place of connectedness. Right. Uh, Where children can engage and feel purpose and, you know, uh, connected to families, connected to the home and 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 feel accomplished. You know, being helpful um, is a way where children and parents and, and not just children and parents, but, you know, children, they like that. Yeah, uh, uh, scrolling through a phone or through a uh, uh, notepad is not going to do anything to build up their self-esteem. If anything, it's going to demoralize them because they're going to see all kinds of stuff that they don't have. So being able to feel this sense of accomplishment as a result of doing something that is helpful at home and being praised for that or being rewarded only reinforces the fact that it's good to be helpful. Absolutely. And, and, it, and it basically draws in, you know, character and values. And so, you know, the, the, the children learn to be helpful inside the classroom. I mean, they love it. I mean, who doesn't want to help their teacher? Right. right. So I, it was just amazing. The teachers in, in, at that time supported the initiative. 
so once a month, those that were identified as a hero would come uh, to the room, right? And of course, it was limited. It was very just limited to 12 students. Okay. And at that time, we had students um, that were virtual. Wow. Mm-hmm. Students that were virtual. We had partners that were donating gifts every month. So we had a little gadget closet. And so my kids were helpful by maintaining the pantry. I had a pantry as wraparound uh, that included school supplies and clothes and people donating or, or, you know, the community donating um, food. You even got Mattress Mac involved, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mattress Mac has been a blessing. And um, so, yeah. Yeah. And he's going to continue. You know, I'm sure um, as we launch we're working now with amazing partners. So if you're listening to this, please reach out to me. We need you. Uh, we need uh, support in finding these grants to help ignite this program to get it around the country. We'll have your contact information in the show notes. So, Vicki, these kids were little helpful machines. They, oh, were, yeah. they were helping in the, in the classroom, and they, the teachers were were keeping score. They had a, a score uh, system for all of the trades so that they would get rewards. Is that correct? Or, or to spend uh, a certain time in the hero room? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, whether the, the we, I was working with the coach or, you know, sometimes if I needed to just pull on, the students would come knocking, you know, at the door asking if they could help only, yeah. if, you know, and so they, they, yes, they could if their work was done and yeah. permission was granted. But for the most part, it was a very, it was a program that was launched during um, recess. Okay. So if the prince, if the um, principal, if the uh, coach needed uh, he would walk by and just say, do you need any students? I'm like, yes, give me five now, give me eight now, or whatever it was. Okay. And the students did everything. Yeah. They, I was like, you know what, thank, you know, was grateful for that. Thank God. You know, they were like, you know, managing, organizing, delivering. Um, they just wanted to, to just help. Um, so think to the class that we currently have going on and some of the ideas that are coming out from the children. We have about uh, 15 uh, little children, starting around age, what, four or five? Four, four? yeah, four. Four up to about, uh, what, 12? 12, 12 mm-hmm. okay. So what are some of the tasks that children are on their own saying what they can do at home to be helpful? Oh, my goodness. They're the cutest now. Um, they When we spoke to them and interviewed them this past week, they talked about initiative, taking the initiative, and I was so proud of them. They said, "You know what? We're we're not. We're just doing it. We don't want to be told anymore." Yeah, I, I said, "I remember the one that said I cleaned my room without being told." Yeah, little Mister K. Yeah, and he was pretty proud of that. He was so proud, and we had a couple that were like, "I'm helping mom to cook." Um, well, you know, where they're helping to go feed dogs and it was like just this initiative. I think everyone was kind of yeah. like, it was a challenge yeah, to them. Like, it is, totally. Yeah. And, that, and whenever you challenge kids in a group setting, they have to up their game because, yeah. uh, because that's a psychological, uh, phenomena that happens whenever you, you challenge children in, in a group's uh, setting. Absolutely. So I'm looking at one of the notes from Mrs. K that's here. She says, I helped my mom with laundry, wash the dishes. I helped with my little siblings. I helped my mom make food and um, take out the trash, pick out outfit, her outfit and accessories. Wow. So how sweet is that? She's <laughs> dressing her mom now wow. rather than the mom dressing her. Wow. 
And it was like I remind my mom to pay her phone bill. So I remind my dad to call us every day. And I help my big sister We're walk. We're going to have parents calling you to complain. I know. <laughs> on I know. how they got their parents working. Yes. And, you know, we just got a phone call, Victor, to help another school with 900 wow. kids. Wow. Can you and 900 students? Wow. I'm like, we are going to have leadership yes. branded all over yes. the city. That's I can't wait. Now, so practical advice for parents. What can they do in the area of teaching children to be helpful? Pay attention to their children. Yes. Find their talents. Find their uniqueness. Praise the children. Get them involved in taking part of what's happening at home. And push them to do things in the community. You know, to learn how to give back and, and to be helpful in the community or at school and be the bridge at school with your teachers and ensuring that your child learns initiative. This will go a long way as they grow older into the um, into their into their professional life, you know. Yeah, uh, I remember one case that I had years ago, Vicki. Uh, my client was a billionaire okay, with a B. And his teenage son was acting up and got kicked out of school. I think he got caught smoking. And so uh, uh, my client came to me and says, I don't know what to do, Victor. It's like, this is a spoiled kid that we've given him everything. And that was the problem is he was spoiled. So I said, well, what do you think uh, would be helpful in order to really instill the sense of responsibility? And I told him the story about uh, uh, the son of Mahatma Gandhi. And we don't have time for that story, but the, the lesson in that story is that uh, the father uh, had confessed to the son when the son had made a serious mistake that he had failed him. The father had failed the son. And so he was going to ponder as he walked for miles where he went wrong. Okay, That story affected him to the point that he says, I'm going to take two weeks off. I'm going to clear my calendar and I'm going to take my son and, and we're going to go uh, chop uh, trees and clear the land out in his big ranch. Wow. He says, we're going to clear uh, mesquite trees and we're going to do lots of uh, hard labor and, and I'm going to spend time together with him. That kid completely turned around. He says, uh, my client says, as a, as a byproduct, he says, I was out there sweating and, uh, and just getting lots of exercise. He says that I even told my, I, I even told my doctor to cut back on the uh, medication because he, uh, my client was on medication for anxiety and for depression. And so that was really a life-transforming experience for him. And again, the principle is, had he taught his kids to be helpful as little children, that wouldn't have had to happen as a uh, teenager. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. And I mean, it's a huge... Um, it's a huge experience for, for, for one's life, you know, to do that. One of the things that I wanted to share with you is that touched my heart with this child, Mrs. K or little K. Um, she said that she was helpful at school because we do assess their responses. And um, what saddened me is, but uh, she said that she had to defend her friends from bullies and help kids in her, cl in her class um, with work and, um, which brought, you know, just the more, more reason why we need to have a program such as hero, because, you know, week two, we talked about being encouragers, right? 
Yeah. And and being encouraging to themselves. That's right. The the children learn that they matter and and at times when there's no one to encourage you, you got to do it for yourself. You matter. And so uh, that was really uh, quite a, an experience to see these little kids come up with all kinds of creative ideas on, on what they can do to encourage themselves whenever they're having a bad day. Because, again, uh, being a kid, it's, it's a tough life. It is. It is. And, you know, I think that having Hero is a positive reinforcement and it's not so much emphasizing on bullying, but if we can turn the hearts of our children to having empathy and being encouragers, can you imagine how much better this world would be? Yeah. Remember the advice that you gave to that little uh, child uh, when they brought up bullying? It's like maybe that person needs encouraging. Maybe the bullying person is not feeling good and maybe they need encouraging or they need encouragement not to do the bad thing. Okay. That's right. That's right. So being a positive influence as opposed to just fighting fire with fire. Absolutely. And do you remember what we had the one student say? um, And I would even like to just as we talk, as we're as we talk, um, just kind of even share the video in itself um, as to what his response was. It's a little 10 seconds. How do you encourage yourself? I don't. I don't say negative things, and I say positive things to myself. Yeah, imagine. How much is that? Imagine not even grown people can think of that. That's about a five-year-old child. (laughs) Who said simple words like, I don't speak negative about myself. (laughs) I speak positive. Imagine, Victor, If the world would do that, because we know that only hurt people hurt people, right? Yes. And so when these bullies don't have that opportunity to be encouraged and they're not, they will not know how to encourage if they're not encouraged themselves. And that's what these little, these kids were saying. They're like, listen, we've got to be encouraged. And that's what we talked about, right? Is how do you encourage yourself? And that was a response that we got was we are, I just don't speak negative. Yeah. And so they came out of this class encouraging their coach, Coach Raul. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> they encouraged Coach Raul, but they, they encouraged me. Yeah. Miss Little K, I said, well, who are you coloring this for? And she said, it's for you. And I'm like, I am not going to say anything. Yeah. I'm going to take this and you, put it on. You wanted to adopt her and put her in, in your will. I did. I told her. I was like, you know what? You are coming home. I am going to sit here and just add you to my little... Uh, to my will, absolutely. My her inheritance. I'm gonna give her some of the, Oh, like she's just the cutest little bee. Like she just, you know, precious, precious. Yeah. All right. So we got two letters out of the acronym of a hero: uh, helpful, encouraging, and respectful. Talk about respectful. Okay. So respectful again. The main component. I mean, what you know. Self encouragement. And how to ask for help. If we're just going to go back really quick, let me just say that um, we taught the children how to ask for help and what areas that they need help with. And the same thing with self-encouragement. Victor, I want to point something out while we're we're talking about self-encouragement. When I was in the school district, it, it really broke my heart to hear one of the children as we were talking about encouragement. He talked about a fourth grader, keep Mm -hmm. in mind, committing um, suicide. Wow. Yeah. I mean, he literally talked about um, how much he needed self-encouragement to the point to where he had thought about 
you know, committing such act of suicide. So that's really what pushes me over the edge now, because we know that this hero program is really saving lives. Oh, yeah. And that agency that we're getting ready to do work with, these are children that are coming from broken homes. <laughs> yes. Uh, children that uh, they've been abused in uh, different families uh, in all kinds of ways. And so there we got our work cut out in, in, in really helping them and encouraging them. And, you know, in meeting with the, the principal, the director of the agency, I found it uh, quite interesting that she says, if we focus on the hurt, if we focus on the, the abuse, the brokenness, she said, nothing's going to change. We can talk about that. We can try to work on that and try to heal that uh, to the end of time. But nothing is going to change. And, you know, that's a principle that is based on positive psychology is you focus on the positive and what can be done rather than focusing on the pathology, on the dysfunction. Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, yes, she talked about that. And I think that it's so important because, again, it's part of the forgiving, right? It's a cycle of life in which our children must be taught and to take away that self, that sense of self um, pride or the sense of self entitlement right Right. and um it takes it away knowing and 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 giving them a sense of empathy right right sharing caring loving that's what we're designed for it's to love one another right right many of us carry on different faith my own personal faith um victor is knowing that i have a higher power and um i give that higher power my all and then i'm required to give it to myself and give it to others and giving it to others is so important, so important um, that we're taught. I mean, we did talk to this director um, in which we're going into, guys. I know we're probably, you're probably saying, where is this coming from? Well, um, this week, um, Victor and I had a conversation with a local um, organization that's going to foster um, the emotional and behavioral care, aftercare for uh, a home for children, mothers and children. And uh, more information will come out or feel free to follow this organization, Mission One USA on Facebook to see the work that we'll be doing there in March. But going back, um, she did talk about these children being so desensitized. Yes. You want to talk about that? That was pretty scary. Very scary. How one child, one young child showed her a video of a killing, an actual killing of a human being. And the child viewed it as though it was like a video game. The child had no concept, no empathy whatsoever that that person is never going to go home to their family. Yes. So she took the time to ask the child, do you realize what you just showed me? It's like, I don't even want to see that. And you shouldn't want to see that either. Because that's a person, that's a live human being that their family is no longer be able to see them to hold them to be loved by them and to love on them so it's just amazing how children are desensitized nowadays to to witness violence like that that is at the extreme and not feel any empathy heartbreaking is definitely heartbreaking and parents we encourage you okay to please getting you know Watch your children, see what they're doing. I mean, these video games are out of hand, social media. I mean, I I, I was just appalled to know that they're showing those kind of videos 
and children are are just watching. I mean, right. they're seeing, their eyes are open. And, right. and, it's and a, you cannot unsee something you've already seen. Yeah, it's a gateway to their hearts, yeah. and we need to guard our children's heart. Yes. Yeah, so um, again, listen, teach your children to be helpful. Teach them to be encouraging. And our next letter is going to be respectful. respectful. And so what does that look like? So we're going to definitely talk about the self-respect and how to respect in the school, respect at home, respect in the community. And with the community, I'm looking forward to getting law enforcement in, you know, yes. to talk about um, that respect and continue to build bridges. We know that there's so many other um, programs uh worthwhile programs that are doing amazing impeccable jobs um but you know build, building bridges not to you know detour any relationships among the police officers and children but you know we want to continue to encourage those relationships knowing that not all police officers are bad right you know um most of them aren't Right. You know, um, it's just they, they have their work cut out and we have to continue to build those bridges among the law enforcement. So we want them to know why they have to respect the sure. law. And we even had a volunteer uh, a law enforcement officer, a lady that volunteered to come talk to the children mm -hmm. in plain clothes so that they don't feel intimidated. Mm -hmm. So that they don't have any negative connotations to this uh, particular uh, officer. Yes, yes, I'm excited about her coming in, Officer Marty. Um, so yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be really cool. The next letter is gonna be on task. So we've got some fun, um, amazing uh, people that are gonna come out and talk about on task. And if you're a leader out there, someone who wants to partner in, please reach out to us as well. We would love to have you come on and and um, see how we can work together. Uh, but these children are going to learn. I told the kids when I was in the school system, because, you know, they have cell phones by first right. grade. Right. And these kids know how to work it. They like, and I'm like, what are y'all doing? Oh, we're, we're going to just do A, B, C, D. And I'm like, well, since you're going to A, B, C, D, you know, play with your phone and you know all these little gadgets, can you add your alarm? They were like, huh? Huh? <laughs> and I'm like, yes, ma'am, put your alarm and wake yourself up. Uh -huh. You know, if you are old enough and big enough to do that, it is so important to teach children how to rise up. Make that little checklist. Yeah. Keep them on task just yeah. by simply writing their um, to-dos. Right. Right? And not letting them depend totally on mom and dad. Right. You know, most parents these days, you're either, what, single parents or both parents are working. Yes, long right. hours, long hours. Uh, the children typically go straight into aftercare, after school, and uh, they get picked up. Everybody's rushing home to eat, uh, do homework, and uh, go to bed with very little quality family time. Absolutely, so in this program, we talk definitely to parents. Um, it's not, this again, it's not just about leadership for children. This is about creating homegrown leaders, right, Victor. This is about creating these bridges among the children and parents and holding parents accountable. Right. You know, because if these children, I mean, I tell you what, I was a single mom. Mm -hmm. Every Sunday, by Thursdays, I had made it a point, and I was a full-time student, and okay. as you know, I was in the military right. reserves. So I had to, you know, organization and time management was key 
in order for me to stay productive and ensure that I was, you know, on top of my, my game. And I religiously, every Thursday, laundry was done. And by every Sunday, um, I enjoyed my weekend. And Sundays, I would just iron, spend an hour worth of ironing for the week. And then from there, I would um, uh, work with the kids to give me their, they had to give me their clothes, right? And um, so we had everything laid out for the yeah, week. the system. The system. We had a system, simple yeah. system. And so we want to encourage parents, you know, what is your system? You know, this is leadership for both children, parents, and, you know, just to stay on task. Right. So parents, if you're listening to us and you would like uh, for Vicky or myself or both to two Vicks are better than one to come out and speak to you uh, at any group, we need a minimum of 10 children to be able to speak uh, or at a school or, or any agency where we can get 10 children. We're very happy to come out and speak also to parent groups. It and, would be a five week program. Yes. I'm, I'm saying for speaking. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Yes. Um, please give us a call. And also we need, um, you know, support. We are looking for support. If you are an organization out there that can, um, we are 501c3 with Mission One USA. So all your tax contribu- every um, contributions will be tax exempt. Right. So please um, reach out. Let me give you my cell number, 832 859 3987. We'll put it in the show notes also. So yes. you can click on the show notes and it'll be there. Absolutely. And in huge favor, you know, take, we ha- th- we're in this together. Right. You know, this program is basically, we want our children to, th- they're the leaders. Right. Victory, as you know, my, my, my background has been working with every facet that you can think of, 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 um, groups and whether it's working with veterans, the homeless community, um, and you know, mine working with offenders and working in corporate America exactly. to do executive coaching. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Same here. So, um, going into working with offenders, working with abused, it's, you know, as I, as I prayed and I said, where do we go? I just feel totally led and passionate about instilling the values, these hero values into our children. And I'm so grateful you are just backing me up, running with with me, and I can just see you just, oh my goodness, you're like illuminating. You are just shining and I can, I don't know, I'm like, Victor, are you, is this Victor? I'm like, because sometimes I'm thinking like, wow, he's like this 13-year-old all excited <laughs> inside working with these little children. I get into it, I'm working with these kids and helping them. Uh, do some of the, the the assignments, some of the things that you have them do. And you know what is so cool? I'm so grateful that we get to add our own children into our stories, yeah. right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We, we weave stories of our children. Yeah, we, sit, we create stories, read to the children, give them scenarios. And I mean, they are just running with it. And um, they were so excited to see us this week, weren't they? Yes, they were. They were all excited. Yes. It's always exciting to to put on this class. Yes, and we'll be out there this when, this Monday, so yes. exciting. Is that enough show, Vicki? I think it's enough. I mean, we want to hear from you. Please, please listen. Um, encourage uh, 
your 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 communities to please listen to our podcast. Share this with uh, your friends and family. Absolutely. And reach out to us. We want to hear back. And yeah, like call Vic, us. Like Victor says, if we can come out there and, and share what Hero's doing, or if you are an organization and need to be escalated, that is what we do. We escalate. That's right. Well, we're going to leave it there, friends. Until next time, go out and escalate.